what is an individual? Um, I can't think of anything to, to start off with for this one, but what comes to mind when I, when I hear the word individual is uh, one of my aunts when I was a kid. Whenever I'd call her on the phone, she was, uh, she's like what, 10 years older than me. I forget how old, but anyways, she's, she was old enough to be my babysitter whenever I went to Mexico for the summers. But whenever I called to speak with her and she knew it was me that was calling, um, she would say, and she would basically translate to hello, individual. I'm over here. You're over there. Who's calling? And it was more of the tone, the way she said it, that always made me laugh or that always gave me a chuckle. And any case, that's what comes to mind when I hear the word individual, at least when I'm focused on the word individual as a topic. ¿Qué pasó, cochinos and sucias? I'm that Vato Gallo, the chivalrous chauvinist. You can find me at Cochino Chingon on Instagram, TikTok, and sometimes Twitter. Welcome to another episode of Sucias, or my favorite. So here we are finally with the last section of the article, uh, How to Be a Man's Man in a Culture That Hates Masculinity from AskMen.com. The last section is Be an Individual. And it reads as follows, quote, people might have pretty narrow-minded ideas of what a man is or isn't, but when someone talks about a guy's rugged individualism, surely they don't mean that he's a giant coward who spends his whole life trying to fit in. If you really believe in the ideals of manliness you claim to espouse, you should feel comfortable wearing whatever you want, styling your facial hair however you want and generally not giving a damn about what men are or aren't supposed to be able to do. Dance, cook, sing, cry, talk about your feelings, or don't if you don't want to. Whatever you do, if you want to be a real man, don't look around and try to base your model of what that is from the guy next to you. Look inside, figure out who you are and who you want to be. Work on being that guy. Now, I wholeheartedly agree with this, and... It's difficult for for someone to realize who they are as an individual, because in my experience or what I see or perceived over the years is that for the most part, most adults or most people say Gen X and younger, we are usually a version of our high school identity. And that's not just who we see ourselves in high school, but also how we think others see us in high school. And we kind of assimilate or amalgamate that into who we are in our early 20s because we haven't had any life experiences to force us to do things or the experiences to help us grow or have the experiences that, you know, make us change our core being. Even though I don't think our core being is who we were in high school or who we are in our early 20s. I think we have to realize that through experiences and then embrace it too, because you can have a series of experiences in your 20s and 30s and still decide to not be different or vary from who you were in high school, because that's how everybody knows you as. That's how um, you're expected to behave. And you also worry about the opinion of others that it might change or they might see you as less than or different than who you think you really are or who you think you should be. And I think that's the biggest problem that we have in general is that 
we try to be who we think others think we should be. So in other words, we're trying to fit societal norms because that's what's expected of us instead of being who we really are and expressing our individualism. And sure, somebody might really be into wearing chinos and button-down shirts and bow ties. Fine. If that's their personality, that's who they like to be, great. As long as that's an expression of who they want to be and not an extension of having grown up in the Mormon church or having grown up to uh, white-collar parents and have the expectation of that child to end up going to uh, some kind of academy or prep school and then going into an Ivy League university and following in the footsteps of becoming a lawyer, an attorney, or a doctor, or whatever it is that they have because of the expectations others put on them. And an example is, I, <laughs> let me see. So when I got into roller derby, uh, 10-ish years ago, 10, 12, I don't know, 12 years ago, I was also going through my divorce with my first wife, and the issue I had was I my identity was as a family man, as a husband. And even though I was a cheater, even though I was a sex addict and did all these things that were that negatively that negatively affected my relationship with my wife, which ended up being the end of it. Um it was later after the fact that she and I were able to be civil with each other or even amicable. Uh she once told me that I was a great husband. The only issue was that I didn't keep it in my pants, that I was essentially fucking around on her all the time. That was her nice way of saying it. It's not something that I enjoyed or that I loved or, or strove for, but it was just kind of what I grew up with and I was taught that to be able to um, have the benefits or you know, have the perk of being able to step out and do what I want, I first had to take care of my family that that was my priority, that my family had to come first. They had to eat, they had to have food over their, or they had to have food in their bellies and a roof over their head and being taken care of. And with that, I would have the option, not the option, um, that it would be possible that I could go ahead and have my cake and eat it too, where I could cheat. That that was just kind of a societal norm within Latinos and under the guise of machismo. Um, and it wasn't that I liked or loved doing things as a family or planning things as a family, but that was just how I was raised and taught to be. And sure, there were things that we did as a family that I did enjoy that I liked doing, but at my core, at my base, it didn't make me happy. And it wasn't something that I would say I identify as, as being a family man. I enjoyed being the center of attention. I enjoyed being the most entertaining or one of the most entertaining people or interesting people that others would have a conversation with to be able to talk about nearly any subject and come up with thought-provoking ideas, or at least what I thought was thought-provoking. And I still wasn't happy with that because I didn't realize who I was, if that makes any sense. Um, I mean, I was an electrician. I was a handyman. I could go out fishing. There was, could go horseback riding. So I could have identified as a fisherman, as a cowboy, uh, blue collar worker, 
all these different things or skills that I had, but it wasn't anything that called to me or made me happy to feel comfortable in my own skin. So when I was in roller derby, I somehow ran into an old friend from late 90s when I worked in a mall or mid 90s. Was it? Whenever Structure was a uh, its own store for men before it got sold off and now it's Express again. I forget. I forget what it was, but um, it was like the male version of Express. And when I was working there, I was very much a preppy guy. And my boss, my manager, she saw me as a preppy guy that liked to go dancing at clubs, loved house music. And when I ran into her again in 2010, so 15-ish years later, 12, 15 years later, after I knew her, to each other started hanging out and i was not the person she remembered she was like who are you with all these tattoos and these earrings and piercings and all this other stuff and that i was not the quiet meek teenager that i was was i a teenager yeah 19 yeah so yeah teenager um that i wasn't that meek quiet guy that she knew and that i was this more aggressive masculine man and she didn't know how to reconcile that. She liked it and didn't like it because in her mind, I was person A and now I'm person Q and it just didn't make sense to her. Um, and it's one of those things that, at least I think, it's difficult to see yourself objectively because your changes in who you are and who you become are slow and gradual over time. Um, I know sometimes people say, oh my God, you know, my daughter, she became an emo goth girl overnight. And it might seem that way to the parent because they're not paying attention to their kid. They got their own life going on, but it's slow and progressive. And it's not until you see the change. Um, and no, no, not that you see the change. It's not until the change is so drastic and you pay attention that you notice the change. So, for example, um, I know this girl that she was in high school uh, and she was not preppy, just kind of typical teenager. The coolest crap, not the coolest, but graphic tee with a random cool saying or some movie that recently came out, jeans and random shoes, tennis shoes. And slowly over time, she became a goth chick or goth girl. And I noticed a change because I noticed, you know, one day she's wearing dark eyeliner and then she was wearing black lip liner. And then the next time I saw her, it was like black lip liner, eye liner, and black clothes. It wasn't goth looking. It was just an all black. And then eventually shirts are getting cut up. Hair is cut in a different way different things, starting at piercings. And so it's individual chains, but it wasn't shocking to me because I was seeing the changes as they went along. I recognized where the progression was going for this look. And I think I was able to see it because it's not my kid. It's not someone that I am, uh, have an expectation of who they are. I try to accept people 
how they are and how they present themselves, no matter what it is. And if they change from one day to the next or from one time that I see them until the next, which could be a few days or a few years down the road, I don't make a big deal or a fuss like, oh my God, you're not who you were because you can't expect people to stay the same all the time throughout their lives. People are going to, hopefully people evolve and people change and become better versions of themselves. And hopefully you do that for yourself as well, that you become a better version of you, that you're not stuck with just the same group of high school friends. And it's nothing wrong with keeping the same high school friends, but staying in the, with the same high school friends and keeping that mindset of teenager, 20s-ish things that young people do of getting drunk, spending all their money, and not thinking about tomorrow versus improving yourself. And even if you go out and party in your 30s, in your 40s, go out dancing, go out clubbing, at least you recall that you have your responsibilities to be an adult, take care of yourself, and to be a better person, to be a better you, to not just be happy and stagnate, because then with that, you could become resentful. And hate your life and blame others for what's going on in your life because you never bother to take responsibility for who you are and who you could be. And that I think is the most important part of being an individual is that you express yourself in your own way, how you like, and hopefully to be a better you and to help others. In any case, that's my two cents. That is the end of this seven part segment of askmen.com. If there's anything that you want me to give an opinion on, like read an article or a posting somewhere, something that can be verified by others. So if you give me a Reddit article or some newspaper article, something that can be archived, so that way others can come by, check it out and say, oh, hey, this is what they're talking about and be able to read along or just not so it seems like I'm just pulling something out of my ass and making things up to suit my own needs or ends or goals or whatever you want to see it as that I'm not talking about these things just to talk about leadership, but to see an opinion on what others see, give my opinion on what it is, and hopefully you can come to your own conclusion as to what would be better suited for you, whether it's what the article says, what I say, or something in between, or something totally different from what we say for what's written. Thank you for sticking around. I love you. You're worthy of it. Till next time. Besos.